If you were a bird and you were flying on the eastern coast of Zalens toward its northern end, toward an island that stands alone, and as you came down through the clouds, you would see in a large, lush green field a monstrous tower, smooth on all sides that stretched high into the clouds. You would notice at the base of this tower that there is no door, that there are no windows in the tower. And as we looked up at the tower, we would see, uh, again, it stretches past the clouds. And as the camera would pan up as if we were still that bird try- seeking to find the top of this tower, we would climb and climb and climb until we came to a balcony that jutted out of the side of this tower. And here we see a figure standing on this balcony, hands on the rails as it peers out into some unknown distance. It's a bulky blue dragonborn. He's donned chest armor that appears to be made of a mix of leather and metal. His arms are covered by a long brown duster that reaches all the way down to the ground. Two long swords appear over each shoulder, crossing presumably in an X as he wears them on his back. He looks out into the world and sighs frustrated. And then he speaks. Will they ever be able to find us? With no one else around, he seems to be talking to himself. And he speaks again. But this time, his voice is different. Yes, yes, they will. The trick will be getting them the information without the KNG knowing. It needs to be sooner than later, don't you think? Yes, Riz, my old friend. It will be fine. Yes, that's all well and good, but the sleepers are waking in much larger numbers than they ever have before. Hmm, you do have a point there. What shall we do then? Whatever it takes, but it's got to be these three. I know, old friend. What's strange is that he would awaken our three oldest friends. But perhaps he knows that they too will get the job done. The only matter left to decide is who they'll get the job done for. The Dragonborn stands up tall, straightens his duster, turns around, and walks back into the turret. He walks to the back of the room, where a table is pushed against the wall. Many maps decorate the wall as well, above the table. And there are many scrap pieces of machinery, cogs, and wheels that litter the table. Riz begins to pick up several different pieces from this table and quickly puts together a small device. He presses a button on this device. The machine begins to whir, a light switches on, and an image is projected onto the wall in front of him. And in this projection, we see a few scenes. First, we see an image of Lucian traveling through Taggart as he makes his way to the orphanage as he used to, giving candy and different gifts to the children there. The image shifts as we now see a different version of Lucian, a stronger version of Lucian who's training with Breeze day in and day out. And the image shifts again. We see an image of Miss B pulling the boys along while their feet are sopping wet as they make their way north to the mountain to find the first artifact on the first mission they were given. It changes again. And we see her having interesting conversation with Dean and training with her familiar, Summer. 
the image shifts again. This time we see William teaching a classroom full of students, unsure about what that is, but doing so confidently. The image shifts one more time, but this time William seems distressed as a faint image of Eshi is out next to him as they talk back and forth concerned, and then the light switches off. Riz seems pleased that this device is working as it should, and he sets this device down on the table next to many other similar looking devices. He holds his hand out over the devices and his hand begins to glow. As he does, many of the cogs and wheels begin to turn in these other devices as they all click on. The mass of seemingly unorganized pieces begin to form into tiny, individual, eight-legged mechanical spiders. And Riz gives one command. Go. And as if on cue, the first spider takes off. And trailing behind it are five, ten, fifteen, twenty, maybe more. As they trail down the table's leg, across the floor, out to the balcony, down the tower, and out into the world. Well, this is the last batch of them. It'll have to be this or nothing. I thank you very too much. Perhaps we'll also combine your spiders with my mind control abilities. Though, they'll be weak. And that should work. Do you think that they'll come to us? Do you think that they'll know what to do? If I know my old comrades... Yes, they will. Last time on Lawful Stupid. On this day, you, you've pegged to come back and meet together because it's about time for you to get out in the real world and you have to go pick up a side quest mission of your choosing, whatever that is. I think you've got something lined up you maybe have chatted about, but now it's time to lay down some plans and get the ball rolling. And so wherever you were, you set aside your your job or your time or maybe you're hanging out in your room you decided to meet at the gardens where Miss B spends a lot of her time in her free time. So Miss B is just chilling out at one of the patio tables. It's good to see you again. Hi. And in walks. I'm Dr. Enoch. I, I teach here at the school, too. There was this piece of paper, and he just hands it to Miss B. No one else tore off any, but I it, it sounded interesting. It says here, the 21st Centurio Winter Games. It's held in North Barrow and re- requires four sacrifices to compete. People to compete. Uh, looks great. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, I'm in. Yeah. Miss B, like, she was sad as they were, like, going through it and doubting it. And then she just, like, smiles when they were like, yeah, we're in. <laughs> Agent Sly allows you to take one of the doors uh, that will transport you to a location closest to uh, North Barrow. And there is one that is only about a day's journey once you go through the door. You make your way into the sleeping bear. You're all the competitors from Haven Bay. And everyone hushes and turns to look at you.
Everyone peers at you from this the sleeping bear inn. No mugs are up. They're all on the table, eyes wide open, intent, set on you for some reason as the boy looks around the room, down to his book, and up at you all and says, uh, come with me. And everyone begins to whisper, whisper back and forth. Uh, you can hear things like, where are they from? And they don't seem like challengers. Why have I never heard of them? As you walk, make your huh. way out of the sleeping bear. Or do you? One large order of bear, please. I don't know, I'll leave. Well, sir, bear here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Misleading name. I'm more curious about why a child needs me to follow them. I'll go follow <laughs> out of concern. Oh, see, I always put children yeah, in I, these I, spots because I know that Miss B is going to follow no matter what. This child leads I you just, off the cliff. I'm going to follow because it's a child. <laughs> I just don't want to be in this in anymore because everybody just what is it um there's a horror movie can't think of it we're gonna sit here anyway on that. they stared okay um Oops. it's not the valley of the dolls it's the um that sounds scary enough Should I, I don't like it it's like it's like where we're like everybody's like an alien and they go no, Mars attacks no, it's kind of like Mars Attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and so... All right, well, aliens, I wish we could do anything else. The aliens else, stare please. at you as you leave, and they all go... Eh. <laughs> no, I no. hate everything. Not uh, sure yeah, you head out. A child, but okay. I, I think Donald Sutherland was in it. Hold on a second. <laughs> and um, he just takes you right outside, and he stops. You almost run into him, maybe, because he stops so abruptly. And he turns, and he goes, What are you guys thinking? Um. Oh, why'd you ask us to come out? Bold of you to assume. Uh, oh, oh no, like, did you not get your your welcome packets in 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 the express mail? I don't know, Mrs. B. Did we get a mail? She checks her pockets. <laughs> Do I find anything different? No, you tell me. I've had them this whole time. <laughs> you mean to tell me pockets. you've had four, four sets of welcome packets and you nope. never told us? <laughs> nope, not in my pockets. Received nothing. Well, I don't... And he's flipping through his pages. I don't see how that could have uh, could have occurred. Come with me. There's little time. Uh, and he begins to kind of shove his way through these adults that, that are on the street. You almost lose sight of him a few times. And he leads you kind of back out to the entrance of town. Uh, but instead of taking like the path out that you came down, it kind of splits to the right and heads down a hill. Uh, and as you begin to go down this hill, uh, you see like a large stadium built. Yes, Shane. Oh, I just wanted to say that it was, um, and, I, and I, I just wanted to let yeah, you know, ready. I'm sorry, but uh, it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, there are people who were like yelling it right probably at you as we were. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Everyone's happy again. This large stadium begins to come into view. Uh, and then you see like a, a path that's been made probably wasn't there before that comes in through one side of the, through the middle of the stadium almost so it's like people will view this whatever's happening 
um, very much like a derby, except a tra- a, a, on both sides of the track there would be a stadium. And so uh, you begin to take this path down toward the stadium. I do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you're just going to straight up follow this guy? Okay. Yeah. He takes you... Yeah, I mean, well... I, I don't know if you had any questions for him or anything. You probably answer this, but he takes you... Oh, does... Oh, so... Now that we're here... What's the competition level with me? Well, if, if you had read the the welcome packet, and he looks at Miss B scornfully... I didn't get the welcome packet. We could maybe blame We could, have been, we could the- have been training for weeks! <laughs> you ha- He stops, and he looks at you and he says... You, you haven't trained at all? We're very talented. We have lots of translatable skills, I'm sure, to whatever the competition is, because it is a... Competition, yes. Uh, in, in which we will... Find out tomorrow. <sighs> You're... I can't... Okay, listen. We, we're a pretty big deal here. People know oui. what goes on here. We have a, a rich, yes, uh, the, the Barowins. We have a very rich history of, of having these games here. So even people who've never been to the games dream of coming to the games. So I, I don't. So you, I, I don't. That was not any of that answering my question, which is what is the games? What are we doing? Games are a series of events, usually at least three competitions. This year it's three competitions. That's widely known three different events uh, where you have at least a team of four people not all events require four people some do sometimes it's just one or two or three no one ever knows we're supposed to have four trained individuals who come together and you don't know what the events are and that's the joy of it is you cross train as many things as you think you might need they do drop hints in the packet Um, oh I see yes um it doesn't deliberately. I was going to say, but you said in the packet, but you're saying they would have given us hints and clues, and then we would have been able to find out what we could have maybe kind of need to do. But we're, like I said, we're pretty multi talented, so we should be in good shape because that's that's what everybody else is doing anyway. Is just training on everything. That's what we do, so it's okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure you will. So you do great. And, he, and you, uh, everyone, roll a perception check for me. Because <laughs> I'm great at those. Ooh, twenty-two. Uh, okay. Ooh. 16 for Miss B. Okay. 15. Okay. 14. Uh, you all see as as he, you say, we'll do pretty well. We'll work together. You see him right down in his book, most likely to die. Team <laughs> from Haven Bay. Follow me. <laughs> and he, he leads you're not you. Taking, you're, not, you're not writing that down to make a bet later, are you? Absolutely. That's one of the, the main things we've got on here. Hmm. Are competitors allowed to uh, bet themselves? Yes. No. I'll take your bets uh, right you now. You shouldn't gamble. You shouldn't gamble. Uh, it's just bad. Um, and he's looking back and at like, like look at Look at this guy. I don't know how much money he's going to bet, but we're not going to die. So he's just going to lose it all. Then where's he going to be? I mean, this guy has no clue who your DM is, does he? <laughs> Everyone. <does. laughs> no, I'm just. I, Lu- Lucian's saying that. Yeah, no, I know. This is Devin saying that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm he saying, le- like, Lucian is, is a young man. He doesn't see imminent death in his future. He's <laughs> taking on the world. Uh, he leads you down to the stadium. 
uh, very large. And there are a few doors uh, on the outside of this bottom half, where it's usually like, kind of like hollow under the bleachers. It's not here. It's like it, it's covered all the way around. There's several doors. And you walk in, and there seems to be like a large complex. And there's some weight, weight training devices around, some ropes hanging from a ceiling, uh, large lanes to like run in. And there are several other individuals here. Uh, and a guy who looks like he might be like a trainer or a coach or some sort of official who's standing in front of them. And they all turn uh, and look at you as you walk in the door. And uh, the kid looks to the, the trainer who kind of puts his clipboard down, very official looking, and he says, It's about time. He's uh, Sorry, sir, it's, it took me a while to find them, but here they are, uh, the group from Haven Bay. Hi, I'm Gail. I don't care what your name is. Get over here. Wait. My cape is okay. billowing in the non-existent <laughs> wind. My, I am shaking the tied end of my head silk aggressively. <laughs> I am not going to flap the winds pack. of those capes. I One hand is doing that for me. The other hand is, is shaking Miss B's B-cloak in a wave formation. Uh, Dr. Enoch, what are you doing? What, what are your clothes doing, unprompted? Um, he's kind of half-hunched, clutching to a fanny pack that's on his hip. <laughs> <laughs> what, what color is the fanny pack? Yeah. I think it's just like a, a, a classic brown leather. Looks really nice. Yeah. And he's and just stuff. vigorously zipping and unzipping it? That's what his No, no, no. He's, he's holding it like you'd think every penny he has in it. Just like... <laughs> oh, that you used to have, huh? Yep. Felt that roll. I'm kidding. Uh, you step up. There are four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-eight, thirty, thirty-two. Is that right? Seven, thirty-two, thirty-six, thirty-six competitors here, including you guys. Good. Uh, it, he's just uh, he's a human male, long beard, burly. Uh, individual um, has a warm like cotton like cat thing on like a one of those like Russian looking hats um, <laughs> oh my gosh and he says welcome to the 25th mid centurial winter games you've all been chosen selected to represent your towns for whatever reason so I hope that you're here to win that's what this is about now there will be a series of events over the course of three to four days, depending on how the events go. Event number one will require one to four individuals you choose. Event number two will require four individuals. And you hear other people beginning to like murmur between themselves. Hush up, everyone. He says, I'm talking. You're listening. The final event will also require four members. Unless your other teammates died, you can use two or three or one. Whatever you got, but as many as you as you can have to participate. Event number one will be the steed raced. Race, race, race. We've specially bred these these rhinos with giant's blood and bison to make a, a conglomerate of this creature that is almost impossible to ride. And you will ride them bareback on a track 
first team around wins. Event number two, the Ice Tower. About 120 feet up with different puzzles and games and events that you have to, to climb with your team. No cheating. The system is built to automatically make you fail if it senses you cheating by using magic or something that is not allowed on site. Event three, the maze. Self-explanatory. Well, can we now, cheat in that one? You... <laughs> I'd already wrote I'd already written down no cheat on uh, the ice tower <laughs> so that I knew to cheat on the what's, other one. what's your name smart guy uh, uh, Lucian Lucian Fuck listen you. here you sack of trash no cheating in any event or your disqual is magic cheating depends on what kind of magic it is you'll get that brief the day before is it what did that come in the packet? It did come in the packet. Uh, was probably the best packet Looks we've seen in twenty five centen- centurions. She mouths like I did not get any packets. <laughs> not right. Anyways, mm-hmm. are there any questions? I kind of had a question. But... Uh, did lots of them, but uh, what? you get two. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, I, I get with uh, Dr. Enoch so we can most most mathematically efficiently narrow down my 500 questions into the two best ones. Uh, we, 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 st- we sit there for 45 minutes. All right, let's do it. <laughs> and, and then uh, somebody dies, actually. They choke on a corn dog while that's happening. Hey, and let's, I go, let's see what that and sounds I, like. And then I do an hour-long burial. And then I come back <laughs> because, we, because, we were inter- because we were interrupted. We had to start over again. And he says, uh, we're going to miss Terry. He oh, was no. a good fighter. Um, love those corn dogs. <laughs> he loves those corn dogs. Died how he lived. Yeah. I told him he's... he's- I told him he's got to chew them. He can't just swallow them whole like that. It's going to come back to bite him. And he and said, you he can't tell me that. I'm Corn Dog Terry. The last thing he said to me was, uh, uh, and I said, I told you, Terry. <laughs> I told you, I, Terry. Could, I, I had plenty of time to reach out, grab the stick, and pull. But instead, I said, I told you, Terry. I told him the story about my son and how you got to learn lessons that he didn't learn, and neither did he. So now I'm They're alone. Both, they, they both choked on court. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I got a vendetta against corn dogs. <laughs> this new side quest is come help me kill the corn dog <laughs> king. Come help me kill the corn dog goblins down in corn dogerton. Oh my god. Any other questions? <laughs> no. Could we have another packet? And he says, uh, we send out exactly enough packets. We can't have enough. We can't have them floating around all over the place. Over well, no surely, surely one of my uh, good uh, competitors brought it with them because they'd want that information on hand. No, they, they and filled it out and returned it like they were supposed to. Oh. You know, Joe, so we definitely did that. Don't worry. Oh, you did? You did? You, you definitely course. did it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to ride a rhino. <laughs> I, I I can probably handle. They engineered the rhinos. I, I'm sure that's something I can deal with. 
William okay, looks well, at you, well, well, you can. Well, it's it's one to it's one to four people, so you can just do that one by yourself, <laughs> and that way we'll be fresh for the other two. Because you can handle the right now. Uh, and the guy up front says, uh, "All right, you've got tonight. Find some equipment, whatever you think you might need, with the clues that have been given to you." In your welcome packets. In your welcome packets. <laughs> there was a packing list. <laughs> thorough. Very thorough. You're gonna want something for chafing. Every year we get people who lose because they just can't handle chafing. See you in the morning. 0800. Don't be late. If you're on time, you're late. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? Speak. Speaker. <laughs> this guy. This guy gets it. Say that in my good ear. Where, where are you from? <laughs> but fuckington. Fuck you. <laughs> Get fucked. Just puts him on the bird. <laughs> Throws rocks at him. Leaves. <laughs> I'm a punk. No. I'm a delinquent now. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Do or die. Rock. Press to digitate that uh, mustache back on his face, please. And now I'm a proper gentleman, a true warrior. <laughs> Anyways, not. see you tomorrow. Scram. Just we just meet back here, right? Yes. You said oh, you thumbs, said oh, I gave him a thumbs up. Z- is, yeah, oh eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Great. With all of our materials, <laughs> meticulously lined out into the packet. Yeah, no, just kind of whatever you think. We don't have any specific requirements. And no cheating whatsoever. No cheating whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you think you might Lucian's, need. Lucian's going to lean over to Miss B, and he's going to whisper, um, They keep saying 800. I don't think the clocks go that high. <laughs> I don't think they go that high either. It's like 12. Wait till time like, by sundial. It's like 12 max. <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't, know what, I don't know what time we're supposed to be. We'll figure it out. Will, Will looks like he knows. What? Maybe Dr. Enoch knows better. He masks better than us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> last thing. <laughs> the, the shop that has all the supplies you can buy is called, simple enough, Supply Depot. It's about four places down from the sleeping bear. Have a good day. Thank you. He, he uh, turns. You have a good day. Now you have a good day. You have a better one. Okay. <laughs> and he, and the, the the small child that had come to find you earlier says, uh, "Okay, you guys better get out of here. Uh, zero eight. Be here in the morning. Be here just early as you can, just so you don't mess up." Seven o'clock. Got it. Perfect. Dawn. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Great. Just sleep here. I don't care. Just be here. Um, Is that allowed? No, I don't think we'll do any of those things. Um, yeah, sure, we'll be back in time. Are you someone who likes coffee, candles, dice, and dice-adjacent goods? Oh yeah? 
Well, we've got something for you. We have some great sponsors that want to make sure you are never in short supply. We Lawful Stupid want to help cut you a deal to get those goods and support some local business. Check out lawfulstupid.org forward slash affiliations to see everyone pumping out great products and how to get great deals and discounts on those items. Just to name a few we work with, Cantrip Candles, Bound Familiar Coffee, and Critical Dice, among others. Head on over to lawfulstupid.org forward slash affiliations or click the link in the description to get more info. Uh, and so you're free to go back up the path that you came from if you want. Uh, you can explore town if you want. There, there's, again, people everywhere. Um, I don't know if there's anything specific you'd like to know about in this town. I can't ever go back to the Sleeping Bear. Um, <laughs> ever. So uh, <laughs> is is there a house of worship in town? Oh, yes. Let me grab that for you because that was going to be a, a point that I was going to bring up as well. Cool. While we're all walking back towards town, and I imagine the other teams are also walking back towards town, and the streets get busy again. I'm just going to sabotage them. I'm just going to be poisoning them all. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit of that. Um, Especially because we're all probably going to head towards Supply Depot between now and tomorrow morning. I would like to... uh, See if I can uh, pickpocket somebody. <laughs> Their uh, welcome packet, please. And thanks. <laughs> Sneakily. <laughs> um, <laughs> I cast guidance. So they, they don't have them because they <laughs> sent them back in already. So nobody has. They've already been like administratively put away. And fuck that. Get some. Just get somebody's pack. We'll know the packing <laughs> list if we just have it. Hey. All right, I, I do yeah. have a I have a serious thing I'm gonna do. Very, very, very serious. Devin, okay. this like uh, competitors that we're walking in this big group with, um, which one looks like the beefiest meathead in oh, this? Oh, I like, got group? you. I got you. And okay, you good. Will, you will know him specifically as mm-hmm. Samuel Torhoon. He's a Minotaur, mix and match metal armor. His fur is dark onyx. He has thick leather gauntlets and a leather kilt. Okay, great. And what time would you say that it is? Uh, at this time, it's probably six o'clock in the afternoon. Sun, the the the, the moons, the sister okay. moons have begun to okay, rise. Great, you can see them. I'm gonna cast suggestion. What do I need? I need on on Samuel, is yeah, that's gonna be a wisdom saving throw. Oh, great. Yeah, he fails. <clears throat> oh, great. And so I'm just going to whisper this simple command. Leave town. And he... And so for the next eight hours, he has to leave town. And just go. And then what are the constraints on that? He just does it um, to the best of his ability, right? As long as it doesn't cause him any... any like, oh, shit. Pain, I, like, yeah, right? he, wouldn't do anything, he wouldn't do anything that would cause him harm. Yeah, what do you think it cause him harm? Um, ooh, I, I actually want to say leave town and walk north. Okay. Problem is North Barrow. He okay. That'll be the thing you tell him. Okay, we'll see how it plays yeah. out. I have. We it may work out in your favor. It may not. We'll see. 
Well, he can walk north for up to eight hours or until he can't walk north anymore. Okay. Or dies or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So he like leaves. One down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to go, hey, man, you should start a fucking fight tonight. Everybody, everybody except for the team from New Haven thinks you fucking suck. <laughs> uh, and so if you guys, yeah. Oh, and then about the temple in town. So, uh, kind of right in the center there's a large fountain and at that fountain there's an even larger statue it's about 15 feet tall of this turtle artificer um, who you know to be the servant of Pagoma like the chosen warrior so this is one of the immortal six uh, that is out right outside the temple that's a turtle that has like a trident in his hand and that, that's whose champion? Uh, Pagoma, uh, Pagoma, who's the blue element. It's like the elemental of water and uh, speed. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach into my priest pack, which has uh, a little trinket in it for for each of the of the six deities. Uh, six, right? I'm not making mm-hmm. that up. Yeah, each of the because the mortals. Okay, so uh, each of the six deities, he has a little trinket on, on, a, on, a, on a like a rope. So this is just like a bottle of water to to, to honor Pagoma. And he just ties that around his neck as he walks into town. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. And then, if you wanted to go shops or anything, if there's anything of basic stuff you think you might want. Uh, still looking for a house of worship. Oh, that's where you're, that's what I'm saying. That's where you're at. So that's where the statue is right outside the house of the worship there. Oh, okay. Uh, if you go in there, hey, check t- it out. hey team, it's me, your boy, Lucian. Uh, hey, uh, what are you guys doing? Probably going to go shopping for supplies so that we're prepared to ride a rhino. Is there anything you think we need? Probably a rope. Yeah, what's the plan for this rhino? I, I assumed one of you was going to ride it. Yeah, Enoch's so going to do this I, super sketch. Oh, sorry, Sean. Like, looks back and forth at both people and kind of unzips his uh, fanny pack and he's like, I've, I've, got, I've got it covered. I've got my formula with me. It, it, it'll be okay. Can you give me any more details? Well, they didn't say anything about performance enhancing um drugs so I, I think really it's not against the rules at all and, and it's usually better to ask forgiveness than permission so I just figure it's gonna be fine but um it it's something I've been working on for the KNG and um uh, helps you know just make people a little stronger and, and more resilient kind of thing it's, it's hush 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 though it's not ready for. Can, any, can anybody either control or speak to aminals with magics? No. No, not not a thing I can do. Well, 
Uh, yeah, I can actually. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe we could just like convince it to be our best friend, and it'll race. Yeah, really, I can do that. It'll it'll race really hard for us because it loves us. And then afterwards, yeah, we'll bring well, it with us. The KNG pilots. We are. It. Yeah, Mrs. B should probably be the rider, and I'll I'll whisper sweet nothings into its ears. And I'll spend the night making delicious rhino snacks. What? Just to be just so we're on the same page, you're not going to make snacks out of rhinos, <laughs> right? I don't know what rhinos eat. If it's other rhinos, yes. If not, no. Okay, just don't. We could probably go to a library. (laughs) Yeah, we could probably go to a library and find out what exactly rhinos eat. Yeah, or we'll just ask anybody who knows magic. They'll know. Hey, Doctor Enoch, what are rhinos eat? Yeah. (laughs) Well, typically rhinos are um, are mostly herbivores and eat shrubs. But you have to remember, they did say that this is. kind of a spliced genetic monstrosity that they've created, so that might not really hold so any water. It probably eats, if it's a bunch of different monsters, it probably eats a little bit of everything, right? That's a fair I'll just make it so I'll just make it some of my favorites, and it can have what it wants. They <laughs> have different food group choices. It yeah. should be perfectly fine. Some grains, some sugars, leafy I'm going to have greens, leafy your bananas. <laughs> Did they say how big these rhinos like bananas? These rhinos are like if we're riding two to a rhino. I imagine it said one to four participants, so I think four of us can fit on a rhino. Okay. They did say it was spiced with a giant. They said they gave it giant's All right. blood. <gasps> I can make the snacks out of giant's blood. If we get Perfect. some of its blood, that could be very useful. Yeah, blood is lives. Blood yeah. is lives. I need a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> hashtag Waffle Steve. That's from uh, Netflix I mean, hashtag Dracula. Dracula from Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Hashtag. I haven't seen that yet, so I got way behind. It's super it's really good. You should. It's, it's really good. You should watch it. Three hours. Um, William's going to go back and go to sleep. Uh, just Getting its blood is not cheating. It's, they didn't say we couldn't do that. Uh, it's not like we're trying to kill somebody's rhino. That's true. That's fair. It's not like we're not not either. So. It's not like we're not not. not you guys not. don't think that if I drink the elephant's blood that I'll get really strong, do you? Yeah, probably. What if I drink a giant's blood? Is that just how yeah, it works? a giant where it counts. Well, in my muscles? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's where it would count for the race. Are you saying that you're open to experimentation? No. Um, you, you, I'm no. very flattered. There's no. Miss <laughs> B said that anytime a man asked me that, I should say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why Especially I only Especially if they can only show you in their room. Yeah. We had a big conversation after she tried to invite me to her room about what... I had to like explain it over. That's not what I was boundary. meaning at all. Yeah, but we had to set a lot of background information first because I didn't really understand the birds and the Miss Bees. And uh, I... <laughs> I was I was really pausing for a laugh there. I thought I was going to get a bigger reaction. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. Not a disappointment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, William's good to go in sleepy time and then do this race. I need no supplies. All right, cool. 
All right, I don't cool. need supplies so, either, but I do want to go to the, the church. All right, you're, so you're there. Who's? Uh, I look around and trying to find out who's the boss. Uh, there are several little pools here. Um, instead of like pew type things, it's almost like these chairs are set up in circles around these pools, pool areas. Uh, at the very front, there seems to be what would look like uh, like an orc figure that has all these candles lit around it that is what you know to be like the form that Pagoma takes uh, as it, like an orc. And there is also an orc who is in some blue robes at the front. Seems to be flipping through some scroll uh, of some scroll, looking through scrolls of some kind. Uh, I'm going to kind of make my way to him uh, as I get to like the pool of water that's that's closest to him. Mm. Uh, I'm going to... Is there like a little stone around maybe? Or yes, yeah. I, I pick up just a small stone and I cast light on it and I and I toss it into the bottom of the pool so that the, the, the water is kind of illuminated. And, so here's uh, the... Pr- yeah, and then there's that kind of light kind of glowing from the pool now and I'll approach him and go... Uh, greetings of uh, both Pagoma and Our Lady of Light to you, brother. Oh, uh, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very good. Uh, what brings you in today, brother? Oh, well, I just see, seek uh, shelter and succor. I'm uh, I'm in town for the competition, um, and I don't I don't really want to be someplace where there's lots of people like the inn. Uh, where I, maybe somebody could try to sabotage me or anything like that. So if I could just rest here, I would be really appreciative. Uh, you are always welcome here. Thank you. We have some, uh, some rooms on our upper levels for other brothers who come in. So you are welcome to, to use that as you want. And may the waters ever cleanse you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, may the light always find you. Mm. Uh, let me ask you this question also uh what's your name i didn't catch it i'm so sorry my name is dracon chauncey clearwater chauncey clearwater <laughs> dracon that's it's well it's very good to meet you um i'm i'm uh gale uh i'm i'm gale and and um would it would it be too much trouble? I don't know if they'd be interested or not, but uh, I- I'm here with my team uh, of competitors. Uh, do you have room for them as well? Oh, absolutely. It would be our distinct pleasure to be able to host uh, a team of, of the Centurial Games. Well, thank you. And uh, I don't know anything about it. Uh, do you You got any, you got any pro tips? You know, I mean, Did you're you get the welcome packet? <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> my teammate got the welcome packet. She really dropped the ball on this one. Um, she just mailed it right back in, didn't even look at it. I don't think she even filled anything out, honestly. Uh, mm. <laughs> and so. Return to Cinder. Return we're, we're, to Cinder. We're all honestly very worried that, we'll be get to, that they're going to find out and disqualify us before the first event, even. But uh, until then. Oh, well, uh, what I can tell you. And he looks around. He's not supposed to tell you. Is that uh, people die in this game? They are very dangerous. I've heard that. Yeah. So I will pray for you steadfastly on this night. <sighs> that will be. And don't cheat. Whatever you do, I I would never dishonor our order in that way. Hmm. 
I will be rooting for you. I didn't even I wasn't even aware that you were, were competitive. And we we know in advance who all the competitors are. It must be a late entry. Uh yeah, uh it was all kind of a surprise. Uh I've been I was out of town for a while and came back and I was like, okay, ready to get back to work and then my teammate, you know, Scatterbrain. Uh she she figured out that, that she needed us so to go and so we went. Um but thank you for your prayers and for your support. And if you're watching, uh, you know, wave at me and I'll wave back. It'll be like well, a little make, thing for us. Make Pagoba will grant you speed. I'm going to need it. Thanks you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Gabe. And I'm going to leave and find my friends. Hey, we can right. we can sleep under church if we want to. I guess you all. Um, I guess. I went to the board to sleep. The sleeping board. That sleeping board? Sleeping, sleeping bear. bear board in room. There we go. Oh, so my only thing was, and I thought that you might agree, was um, it's kind of dangerous because oh, there's a lot of people and even like just them listening to the walls even on the rooms adjoining to us could be dangerous. So we could be uh, someplace a little safer. Uh, sure, we can sleep in a church. It's fine. If it will make you happier. Oh, I, you don't have to. Not at all. Oh, I, I can sleep in the church myself. And I'll just meet you in the morning if you want me to. Ideally, we would all sleep around the same area in case somebody accidentally sleeps in. The One of the rest of us can keep the other accountable. That's smart. All right. Uh, it's worth noting that the church has water beds. Of course it does. Of course it does. <laughs> it would be foolish if they didn't. Temperature controlled water beds. Uh, you sleep well. You sleep very well. Uh, the murmur of people is low here. Nobody's hanging out in the churches unless they have a good reason to be. Uh, you, you've gotten supplied, as far as I can tell. And you meet back up in the morning. Bailey at the stadium. And uh, the man who was there yesterday says, All right, everybody, listen up. You're going to get introduced by Madam Venta Canaris. Once you get introduced, people are going to cheer for you, blah, blah, blah. The steeds will come up. You'll each get one. Who's who's competing? And he looks at everybody, but he's kind of like by team, wants to know who's competing. New Haven, who you got? Entire team. All four. Four of four competing. Got it. Uh, and you'll notice, like other teams, no one else has four people. Most people are only doing one or two. Hmm. Um, all <laughs> did we, did we get picked first? No. Or, 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 uh, no, I'm saying like, did we have to tell them first, or could we have listened to be like one, 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 two? Uh, be like, oh, we don't need to do let's, four. Let's let's roll 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 a d ten for me. Anyone who whoever wants that, just one person. Uh, Shay. It's on the way. Oh, never mind. Oh. I don't have any dice on me physically. It's chicken with <clears throat> dice. <laughs> oh, Dwayne, tell me what you got. Here, I'll roll it. Four. Okay, you, you're the fourth team, so you hear one, two, one is what you hear before you. That's how many people are competing in each team. So that tells me we probably would know that we don't need to send all four, and maybe it's disadvantageous for us to do so. Maybe we do two? Who's our two? Of course, Dr. Enoch. He's got this. So it's just who wants to, like, 
hold Dr. Enoch's giant nuts while he does this by himself. <laughs> I'll do it. I mean, uh, me and Enoch. I mean, Let's go. No, I was going to... William's got magic. Yeah, William should, yeah, the... it should definitely be William. Yeah, yes, yeah. why did you wait for me to volunteer? Yes, please go. Okay. Uh, I, I was sport. So you two uh, raise your hands. Uh, what you also see is that the Minotaur has made his way back here. Uh, but he is glaring at William. Hard, hard, hard. I wave at him. Uh, and so, oh, hello. So oh, he's already got a again. fan. How lovely. Endure that level of exhaustion. You hear the crowd above yes. you roaring. It is so loud. Uh, as you travel down, you kind of travel on a separate path that you had been told about because everybody that is coming to watch the show is on that, that main path. And suddenly you hear like fireworks. Boom. Boom, boom, and the crowd kind of grows quiet. And the uh, the guy front says, "All right, everyone, step up on this platform." And so everyone moves to this large platform uh, that's obviously going to be moving up onto a stage. And it does; it moves up into the center of this arena, almost like the floor moves back. But you don't see any like openings or screws or levers or anything. It's just like the earth is peeling back itself. And as you move up, you, you look around and you realize there's like some like earth druids who are like working to move this earth back and forth. And even now you realize that the platform you're on is just a metal cap on top of earth that they've moved up uh, into the stadium. And the people, again, go crazy cheering for you. And um, this beautiful redheaded lady, human lady, um, she's got freckles. Uh, she's wearing like a royal purple, like really fancy gown. Miss B would be very proud, uh, and maybe even <laughs> takes notice. Uh, and she, when she talks, her voice seems to boom around the entire stadium, right? Like everyone's hearing this. Um, and she says, "Welcome everyone to the 25th Mid-Centurial Winter Games." Again, more cheering. And she says, "I would like to introduce this year's competitors." And she begins to make her way through all of these people. Um, and some of the ones that you hear most of the cheering for are uh, Jibs and Nimro. So it's like a, a, a pair, uh, which is like a Warforged and a Halfling. Um, and the Halfling kind of sits on the shoulder of this um, Warforged. We you love hear... you, Jibs! We love you, Nero! <laughs> and then Samuel Toran. And then you hear like uh, like the deep guttural cries of like other minotaurs they're like oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, and like bull people bought horns they're like fans of him so they buy these horns that mimic that deep that minotaurs deep, uh, minotaurs um, you hear the name Bunyip Ikar uh, it's a gnome that has long sandy hair uh, and a blue jumpsuit uh, Zimmerin Zimmerin is like a water genasi he stands no smile. Everyone else has been like waving, stepping forward, smiling. When Zimran's name is called, he's just like this. He's a bald headed, water genasi, downturned face, and just stoic. Just doesn't seem interested at all. And as it comes to the last name you hear uh, that everyone cheers very loud for is Wella Trumund. Uh, it's actually a taller halfling. He's wearing a flannel shirt, a belt, uh, cowboy boots. Um, and so she makes all the way through, and she gets. Then she gets to you guys, and she kind of looks confused at her notes. Uh, and someone comes over. This Eric Coker walks over, kind of points to something. She's, oh yeah, yes. 
<clears throat> from Haven Bay, Gail. Hi. Uh, and I'm forgetting your other names now. Raven. <laughs> Raven. And then... Turtle duh. Hummingbird. 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 But humming and bird would be two different names. Uh, and Dr. Enoch, what would your code name be? I still are doing here. Um, I'll be Professor Peacock. Mm. And Professor Peacock. <laughs> and everyone's kind of like... <laughs> We're the beautiful birds of New Haven! And I strike a bird pose. And it's dead quiet. Everyone hears it because it's so... so everyone does a bird pose. <laughs> yeah, we do a get no, you... We it. do a get you forest bird poses. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> And then, like the um, the audio, like kind of. If breaks. anyone out there can can draw, please. <laughs> uh, the, and she says, "Yes, yes, uh, good show." Anyways, it's time for the first match. And uh, you see, on if you look left and right, you're looking where these these paths lead out of the stadium, and there are like these floating balloons tied by strings down to the earth, different colors. A few of them that are close begin to explode like a p- different color powder, green and purple, and like a silver powder, uh, spilling the stadium and dropping down. She says, um, the Ruffalo race. So like Rhino Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 we're riding the Hulk. Got it. She says, hot damn. This breed of creature seen only in its, <laughs> in its uh, form where it's much smaller now, much larger because of the giant's blood. And then people are like, Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the rare Dark Ruffalo. And so on a, on dark a very close to you, but in a pen, the earth begins to open up as these uh, earth druid working their stuff and these huge creatures. I mean, you're going to need like, at least like a ladder to climb on top. Begins to open up. And there's one per each of you that are competing. So only the competitors. And she says, without further hesitation, competitors, step forward. And so you obviously see there's a place where you'll be able to mount these creatures. And her stage begins to move up so that you can easily get on the back of these creatures. I hand William uh, like, a, like a whole bunch of like roasted bananas. <laughs> uh, William takes them. <laughs> You know what to do. Perfect. <laughs> One thing we love at Lawful Stupid, among the other things we love at Lawful Stupid, is spreading the word about your business. Or maybe you want to tell your sweet, sweet grandma that you love her for the world to hear. We want to give you that chance. If you're a business and want to get your services on the air, or just want to tell a loved one a personal message, head on over to lawfulstupid.org forward slash message in a bottle. There you can take around 250 words to say what you want. Business ads are $20. Personal ads are 10 Tell the world what you have to hear with Lawful Stupid's message in a bottle. Okay. Uh, William's going to approach uh, this um, dark ruffalo. How angry does it seem? 
They right now they're just kind of standing and they don't seem there's not much activity. They don't seem very angry currently. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, all right, great. I'm gonna cast suggestion on this thing because I can target a creature. Uh, does it have to know your language? Uh, let's see. You suggest a course of activity, limit it to a sentence or two, and magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand you. But you can speak in its head and make it understand you, right? Isn't that a thing you can do? That's true, because I have the mind link thing. Yeah. They don't, I don't have to share a language with mm, them. Okay. So I just roll up one of these 20 again? Yep. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. It's a natural 20. Okay. Uh, shit. Give him the bananas. <laughs> he goes, hey dog, these bananas were real good. What you want? What you want for me? Should have put roofies in the bananas. Oh no. It's oh like, no. <laughs> uh, no, Miss yeah, B. so he does he's not suggested. Miss B would have handed Dr. Enoch the rope because she definitely would have at least bought mm. one supply <laughs> to help them out. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> and so you guys mount up. Don't worry. Yeah, sure. I, I'm I'm right in the second sl- slot here. Doc Knox to be clear. got this. So it is. So it's one per. Do you guys get on the same one, or do you want to ride? Separate? Oh. Oh, I thought we were each having to do our own. Yeah. Uh there's only one seat per. I thought these things were huge. They're bareback. No, they are. I'm saying there there is one ruffalo for each of you, but you can choose to. I mean, your strategy is your strategy. Yeah, no, I'm going to ride on the back of Dr. Enox. Okay, Doc so you guys Doc. are the same one. Leading the way. Yeah, yeah, we're doing doubles up of our Mario Karts here. This is Mario Kart doubles. So you see some people are using the same strategy as you, and you see others who are riding solo that have mounted up solo. Oh, I'm peeling these roasted bananas. I'm getting my peels ready. Uh, and so you see some of them start to move around as they sniff it, but you also see that some other people have cooked, like, they have some, like, roasted peanuts... Uh, and that kind of thing that they're reaching down to feed their animal. Like Fools. Peanuts are, are, are a rookie mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will use Mage Hand. Oh. We're going to need him in a second. Um, I will use uh, Mage Hand to feed our Ruffalo these roasted bananas, but I will keep the peels for oh, my use later. Oh, I know what you're about to do. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you do that, and they they eat them, uh, and that's good. And, and then, madam, uh, you tell Vincent me how much they like it. Canaris <laughs> says, uh, "Is everyone ready?" Devin, you tell me how much that dark ruffalo liked the bananas. Hey, it's yeah, no, it's important. I asked okay. the dark ruffalo in his mind, oh, "Was it tasty?" Um, like that? and he rolls an eighteen and says. Can you more? Um, if you win, I will give you as many as you want. He's pissed now. He's bucking everywhere. (laughs) He's fucking everywhere, Devin Cust! We heard him! (laughs) Nah. He's fucking everywhere! I'll win. I'll win. Perfect. And so, he, so she says, Competitors, all you must do is follow the trail out, follow the trail around, and back into the stadium. You must stay on the track. We will be able to... Everyone will see your progress as you go with these cameras we'll have magically flying around the stage the track the entire time. Any questions? And then you hear someone in the back like, Oh, madam! And then she says, Good! And like fires a gun 
their stage in the middle is pulled back against one of the stadium. The walls come down with like the fence that was holding these things in, and they're kind of just standing there for a moment. No one's no one's beast is moving. I think right out of the gates. I mean, without without trying to be obvious, uh, Enoch could probably be grabbing one of his little syringes and just jam it in his leg and just go which would kick off his rage so he's going to spur on the spur on the rhino and try and giddy it up roll a d20 for me just flat d20 yep you're doing a chemical uh, Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde barbarian rage flavor is that what I'm picking up Oh, he's. That's what it sounds like. He's only barbarian, and that's a twelve. Delicious. All right, you won my roll versus anyone else who might go first. You kick, uh, William. Roll a strength check for me. Hmm. Oh, that's not bad. Fourteen. Okay, yeah, you're good. So you feel this thing kick up, and it is definitely like faster than you thought it might be, but mm-hmm. you're able to hang on. Uh, to and I don't know how this is working, but I imagine that Doctor Enoch has put this rope around this thing's neck, and you, I don't know if you're doing like oh, yeah. shoulder hold on to, or are you doing like wrap around waist, or are you just like hanging onto the fur that this thing has. Oh, I, I'm hanging on the back of the dock. Left hand on the back of the dock. Right hand is ready for banana throwing. Okay, <laughs> and you are <laughs> off, and you take off, and as you begin to travel. Other ruffalo are catching up to you, and then you're speeding up a little more, and they're, they're falling back and forth the whole time. Finally, you're outside of where the crowd is, and now you're into this flat landscape. Snow is still pouring down trees all around, and you begin to come around this curve, okay? Uh, and about that time, Simran, the water genasi, has come in front of you, and also on your right, the minotaur. But the minotaur is not hanging on very well at all. And as he passes Simran, the water genasi, Simran moves over, hits the, the Minotaur, causing at that moment where it's very slick, that steed to begin to slip and slide toward a cliff. And as, as he goes over the cliff, you see suddenly like an axe come up and over into the ice. Um, I don't know if you want to do anything about that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm watching this, right? Sorry. Yes, you all. Well, you guys all see it from the stadium. The only so, two like, are like there. As I see this rhino going off the cliff, can I like try to run across the bleachers and see if I can get close enough to to bubble this poor rhino before it falls to its death? <laughs> no, he's he's very far away. They're well, like so. What is Axe doing? That's coming in. It's keeping him from falling down. Oh, the cliff. he's like, it's like as he was falling, he used it to stab into the ice. I see. So he's like hanging and by one hand. And is this the I'm gonna need you to tell me in feet how tall the the dark ruffalo is because I'm way fucked up right now. Okay, uh, dark ruffalo is probably twenty feet tall. Oh, excellent! I'm gonna cast Oof. Eldritch Blast on that axe. My dude uh, was already holding up the rhino. <laughs> is that what I'm? Or no, no, the thing is g- gone over the cliff. This the is the dead. Trying to the save The poor dark himself. ruffalo is dead. Yes, one one dark ruffalo has gone over the cliff. Zimmerin has has hit him, and it made it slide. Wait, do, do, am I like assuming this guy will die? Yes, I mean oh. you kind of have to, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't want to just blast he, that then. Um, oh, I'll cast shape. Uh, no, I'll cast shape water on his axe and turn all the water around it into a giant ice block. 
You're safe. Yeah, okay. You're so safe for you now. will submit. Yeah. yeah, he will sum- He's hanging. He's hanging on because he's still off the cliff, but he's able to. Um, he- he's just hanging on there. You keep cool. going. Yeah, just yeah. shout. I'll be back before it melts. <laughs> so you you keep going. Walk um, north. <laughs> I no. uh, you keep you keep riding. Uh, Zimmerin is, is well ahead of you, and also Wella Trumunda has managed to come up neck and neck. And you guys are kind of back and forth. Wait, hold on. This um, guy's and neck so, and neck with us. Well, no, Wella is the halfling. Yeah, Zimmerin, okay, the water. I'm gonna put a banana in front of that person with my mage hand. Okay, you do that. Uh, your right. banana peel is is. Uh, how do we play it? All right, hold on. <laughs> roll, roll a. Uh, it's gonna be a, like. I like a deck slip, a slip roll for me, please. Like, like, like a, like a, it's gonna be a saving throw. It's gonna be like a DC five deck save. <laughs> uh, I roll. I'll do that. An eleven. <laughs> All right, so um, means. eleven means it it hits the banana peel, and it, it but it doesn't like slip, but it, it its foot falls under uh, its other like its front foot, and causes it to stumble a little bit, dropping it back. And now you're ahead, so you're in second place. Zimmer uh-huh. is still uh, far ahead of you. Um, after some time riding, you're kind of getting a groove with how this thing handles. Um, this dark ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Ahead, you see that there is what looks like a cliff. Sheer drop left and right. It opens up. But you begin to see these tiny specks of like little land between your part of the like the gorge, the chasm, and the very far other side, it looks like it's about a quarter mile away. So there's like all these little spotted columns um, between you and the other side. And you notice that Zimmerin has stopped on his steed, and he's looking out at this thing. As you come up, you realize on your side there are about there are five um, chests, on, or excuse me, six chests that are unopened, right next to where this cliff stops and begins to have all the little points, you know. Um, Zimran looks at the, the chasm, the opening, and looks back at you. And by this time, you, along with Dr. Enoch, along with Wella, um, with Jibs and Nimro, have made their way to you as well. And you're all kind of looking around. And Nimro, um, the Warforged, gets off with Jibs and wa- immediately walks over to a chest, puts his hand over it. His name pops up on a, a label on the front, and it opens up. And he pulls out a piece of of what looks like a like a map but it's ripped around one side and he seems to be talking with jibs about something but with this map uh, dr enoch it just seems like you should go and grab uh whatever that is from that chest yep yep that makes sense <laughs> he's gonna bolt over do the same thing like just mimicking like wave his hand over one of the chests yeah so you you do that you run over and it says uh What'd you say your name was going to be? Your uh, code name? Uh, Professor Peacock. Professor. I to, <laughs> this will go in my show notes. Professor Peacock. It says Professor Peacock uh, on the front label, and it comes out, and it's also a piece of what looks like a map. There's like uh, two sides, and a lot of there's like a lot of black dots on yours. Um, you see that people are beginning to get this, and they all go over. Um, Zimmerin is just watching you all as you go over and get your maps. And he's the last one. And so what you notice as you look around left and right is that everyone else has pulled out a piece of a map. Uh, so there's one that has red dots on it. The rest have these black dots in a pattern. Um, 
He then walks over to his chest and pulls out a frame. It's like a glowing frame. And he says, Ah, you simpletons. It seems like we must work Mm. together in order to get across. So everyone, bring your map to me. And everyone kind of looks around. Uh, But Nimro and Jibs walk over and hand them their map. Uh, And he kind of fits it where like there would be a corner piece for a puzzle. And it fits in. It almost seems to fuse with the frame. And then becomes a instead of a, a jagged edge a squares perfectly as one of the six pieces that would go in this I kind of look over at William and go if we are supposed to work together why did they just not give us all a map I don't feel like this is right yeah good point I mean we still got a minotaur back there hanging on for his life so uh, yeah, who's, so getting, fishy. Who's, who's getting his piece of the map Yeah, at that time, um, Bunyip, one of the gnomes, walks over and hands his piece, and it's the second piece that's gone in. And now it's you, you begin. You realize now that this map, uh, the black dots are all of the different spots that are out in the middle that you have to jump to, and you realize the person with the red has like the key. It's going to be like the overlay for the ones you have to jump on. Am and I so everyone like- begins to take theirs over. Am I able to, like, eyeball our piece with where the others are and kind of figure it without putting it in? Or uh, No, because you only have one-sixth of that puzzle, and you have black dots on yours. They don't give you the answers. They only have, yours only has where the columns actually are, but not which ones to jump on. Hmm. Uh, at this time, there are a couple other Steve that are just catching up to you, and they, they see you and they think, ha, opportunity. And as they begin to move past you, they stop for just a moment, begin to jump on these these columns, and they make it one, and they make it two, and they make it three before it drops out of the sky. So not that oh. one. And then it comes back up. Oh no, they're dead. Miss B looks at Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> He's just mouth agape. How far apart are these columns? Uh, it's they're about three feet apart. Really? I'm gonna hand hey, my map uh, piece to William. No, yeah, perfect. Gets back on here. We're out of here. Um. All right. So let's see. Oh wait, no. They they just bounced down on us. That's not great. But still, three feet. Hmm. 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 So everyone's kind of looking at you like, "Hey, you're gonna give us your piece. We need your piece." Hmm. How heavy would you say these things are? Oh my gosh. I mean, five, six tons. Oh shit. Never mind. Uh, Well, I guess we don't have a choice. Uh, Got to work together. Hmm. I don't love it. But that whole pillar dropping and coming back up thing really puts a dampener in my plan. So... Yeah, all right. I put, I put our piece in. Oh. Okay. And as you put your piece in, he now needs the overlay. And so the the red with red dots. Um, mm-hmm. And so he gets the red overlay. The problem is he doesn't know which direction is north or south. Because if you turn it, it's the same either way. And there's one chest that's left. And so everyone begins to argue about, and they think it belongs to Samuel, the Minotaur, whom he knocked off the cliff. Just uh, just a little bit earlier, 
Um, and so they begin bickering and arguing back and forth and back and forth. And suddenly you see this heaving figure come out of the woods. And it's the Minotaur. And he's angry, right? Hey, remember that time I saved your life? And he, he huffs at you, like out of his nostrils. And he walks over to the chest and he puts his hand over it. And uh, it opens up. And it's like the last piece of this map. It's the compass rose for it. Uh, and, and Bunyip walks over and like touches his shoulder and he's like, Hey, are you going to be okay? And the thing looks at him and he says, I'm fine. And so uh, Bunyip takes it, that piece from him. He's like, I- I'll, I'll run this over for you. And so he says, uh, uh, Give me the map and I'll put it on. He says to Zimran and Zimran says, I'm not going to fall for that. And so he like puts his hand out and it's like he may change that piece out of out of his hand, slaps it on the map, and begins to run toward uh, the columns ahead of everyone. Tussie, mm, though. Uh, and so he begins to jump on the first one, mm. the second one, and the third one. I'll follow him. Fuck it. Okay, so everyone knows now that they can't they can't do anything about him. He's taking the map. They either got to follow or it's it's yeah. over for him. Yeah, and follow. so everyone begins to jump mm-hmm. on the ones that he's jumping on. Uh, sometimes the beasts aren't falling exactly, and there are two more people who fall to their deaths because they're not paying attention, or the beast just didn't make the right move for them. Um, and maybe they're able to escape. They jump off the beast, um, but they don't make it. So you guys finally make it to the other side, uh, and it's there that things seem to be flattening out normally. And about three miles later, you come to the end, the finish, but you're neck and neck. So it's you, it's Zimran, Wella, and Jibs, the four of you. And you can see the finish line. You can see the explosions, the pinks, the blues, the purples of these these balloons that have been hanging there as they welcome you to the finish line. I need your team to roll a D20 for me. Uh, are we on the outside of this pack? The inside of this pack? Uh, from left to right. Zimran, Wella, you, Jibs, and Nimro. Hmm. Go ahead and roll it, Zebra. If you mess up, everybody will hate you and not us. <laughs> I like this plan. Uh, 14. Straight 14. 14 on that die, baby. As you, as you begin to trek forward, pulling ahead a little bit, and victory never tasted so sweet. Zimmerin, though, being a jealous person, veers into your dark ruffalo and kind of spins you off. The back of your dark ruffalo then whips into Wella's lane. Uh, it hits the front of his. That one then veers over into uh, Jibs and Nimra, who think they have the victory, and knocks them off into the snow, and their steed stops. Um, it- and who did Yours this? Is, this is the, like a chain reaction of Zimmerin knocking you guys over. Or are we still moving, or are we just hard stop? Yes, you're good. You're still you're still ahead, and you're Which still chucking Zimmerin? along. Zimmerin and Wella. Wella's on your right, and Zimmerin on your left. Are are, okay. are we the spectators? Like where the finish line is? Yes. I start I start shouting. Use the boots. Use the boots. Oh 
yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I climb on on the front of our uh, ruffalo as 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 much as I can. Um, and when we get uh, real real close, let's see. Um, I would at least know the distance on these bad boys. Uh, Thirty oh, feet. Fuck, it doesn't say. I think for Misty Step. Misty Step. Uh, I think yeah, it's, 30 it's Misty feet, right? Step. Yeah, thirty feet. Uh, with, when we're within thirty feet, I'm gonna Misty Step forward across the finish line. Okay, you just have to. I mean, you have to beat a what a one on this one. This one. Oh no, you don't. Oh, have anything. No, it's, it's auto success. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's auto success the first time. Yeah. Okay, so here's so, what you, so if you were feeling brave enough, you could chain it. <laughs> Here we no, go. Here's I, what happens. I want to win. He hits. He hits your dark ruffalo, spins the tail, and begins to take the lead. Your ruffalo spins, and you fall off, and you are twenty feet from the finish. You stand up. He looks back at you and smirks. And then you I look smile. back at him and smirk. You you smile <laughs> as you. What, what do you? What's, what do you make a move or do something? I th- I I. I want to step on your toes. No, go ahead. Let's hear it. I think you, you would have to like. Out. I think you would have to jump up and spin backwards and like flip the bird that way that when the teleport kicks it and puts you thirty feet <laughs> backwards, you're just in front of him. <laughs> or you can just yeah. shrug, or you can do. It doesn't have to be the bird. You can do whatever you want with it, but just like, oops. So whatever face he made, where he was looking back and smirking, I'm gonna do the same thing. So I just appear across the finish line, smirking at him. Yeah. So he he sees you guys fall and roll off. You recover well. He makes a face at you. Suddenly you disappear, and then he turns and looks ahead. And as he crosses the finish line. He puts his arms up, and he's so happy that he's won. And everyone's cheering, and he's waiting for them to say, Zimmerin, Zimmerin, Zimmerin. But that's not the name that they hear. Instead, they hear, Raven, Raven, Raven. And he doesn't know how it happened until he realizes what has happened. And Madame Vinta Canara says, To the champions of Haven Bay, congratulations on your first event. And again, everyone goes crazy. And we, and we just bird pose. We just fucking. Bird pose happens. <laughs> and that's where we're in the episode. Yay. Oh, that was a good su- suggestion, Shane. I forgot about my boots. <laughs> the boots were made for. Teleporting, some stepping up. That's just what they'll do. Oh, hey, everybody! Thanks for listening. Cool I looked across oh. the finish line with my cloak of the overdramatic. It's just moving. Oh, it's just, oh, it's so cool! I learned he's that. So cooler than breeze. He looks no. cooler than breeze. <laughs> How cold is he? Ice cold. How cold? Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, went a little long. That's okay. Uh, if you love us, then you suck through the whole thing there. Um, yeah, and so we'll go ahead and jump into all our advertisements that we normally do. Hey, if you want to uh, support the store and or just have nice merchandise, you can go to store.lovestupid.org. Uh, get yourself one of those sweet new um, uh, baseball tees or t-shirts. Um, it's good. It's good stuff. Support the show. It's good. Nice, nice materials. Uh, can't be mad at it. I can do it.
Yeah, if you also want to support the show, you can go to uh, patreon.lawfulstupid.org. See if I remember that web address. I hope you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you can support us even by giving a dollar. You'll get the extra secret content behind the scenes. Uh, the past month when we were all absent from uh, playing and doing uh, lawful stupid content, I did some one-shot uh, interesting fun business for our $50 patrons. So you could check that content out once I edit it, because I'm not handing it over to our uh, master editor. Mm. He has enough to do. I heard it was really fun, too, and I'm sad I missed it. Uh, Shane has stepped away to presumably fix his dog. <laughs> so I uh, want to say this this week, same time. It, oh, here he is. Hey, Shane, talk to us about Shots Play Charity. My dogs are fixed as fuck, boy. Uh, hey, except actually Oberon, he's still got his testes. Because uh, he's a corgi, and there's no way that another corgi in the world could ever be a bad thing. Uh, hey, because even if it's like whether that's anything else, half corgi is half fucking awesome. Uh, so, Min Max Mankind, dude, you gotta talk about it because it's cool, and Shots Play Charity, they're so neat. We love them so much. Check out the link in the description for a video about Child's Play Charity and all the great things they do because uh, because they can do it better than I can. It's really good. Uh, yeah, I rolled 16. What'd you roll? What'd you roll? Six oh, That's yeah. better than mine. It's better than mine! Dang it! Even if you rolled 100, his number's still better. Nice. Uh, Zebra, you're going to be with us for one more episode, bud. Get over it. we gotta, we got to have some finality in this thing, so you got one more episode. <laughs> Anything you want to tell the people? Nope, I got nothing for you. Get nothing Hell out yeah. of me. <laughs> Just like this recording, oh, man, you get nothing out of me. He's playing the mysterious well, I angle. Like I like it. Yeah, you know, you can ask him for like DM advice. It's pretty neat. It's really helpful. Oh yeah. As a kind of first time DM, getting some words from him when I was like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing, oh, was really helpful. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I will give you my opinion anytime that you need it. So that is a hundred percent true. Even I, I asked him for all my uh, my current campaign. How did things go? How could this be better? How does this idea sound? So he's a good sounding board for that. Yeah, because I can't let Dwayne or Shane move on in on those things. Yep, you gotta all have right, a confidant. <gasps> yeah, you got to. That's thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Oh, bye. 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 bye.